Hey y'all, welcome back to the Purpose University podcast, your source of inspiration as you seek to create your best life and be your most authentic self. I am your host, Dr. Eve, and I am so glad that you have decided to join me at this time. If this is your first time tuning in, I want to say thank you for checking out the show, and I certainly hope you'll come back for more. So without further ado, let's get into it. So I want to thank you all for tuning in this week. I have the privilege of having Kimberly Bell, who is the creator of Gifted Brown Girls, on the show today. Hey, Kim. Hey, Eve. How are you? I'm doing really good today. How about yourself? Oh, I can't complain. I can't complain. It has been a beautiful day. I definitely want to thank you for coming on to the show. It is really so nice to have you on today. That's a lot that I want you to be able to share with the world. So, you know, we're just going to head and dive in. So tell us, Kimberly, who you are. Now, what is it that you do? What's your story? First, Eve, I want to thank you for inviting me. I greatly appreciate it. So about me, I was born and raised in Norfolk, Virginia. Shout out to the 757. Okay, two up, two down. Yes, Virginia, all day. I graduated from Shaw University in 2011. Shout out to Raleigh. <laughs> okay. After dropping out for two years, that's a very important part of my story. Mm. Love college. I came back, finished my degree in liberal studies. Um, by day, I'm an insurance agent. I help small business owners protect what they work hard to build. And I'm also the founder of Gifted Brown Girls. I started it as a motivational platform to kind of help myself. Hmm. And it turned into motivating other young women and girls of color. So it's my gift to encourage people to do their very best. I don't let anybody around me give up. That That's just... I'm real passionate about seeing people reach their full potential, whatever that may be. I like that. So speaking of living, you know, one's full potential, how do you go about living your fullest potential? How do you live with intention? To me, it means planning everything, knowing that you will succeed, knowing that you, wherever comes your way, you have to know where you're going. So I do have my moments uh, of self-doubt, but I also have people around me who push me to remind me of my greatness. So whatever you're doing with the intent, to make a plan, stick to it. If you have to switch up something, do it. But I don't limit myself to what I can achieve. I always aim for the higher picture and, and keep my eyes on the future because if you're living without intent, like, what are you you know, what are you doing it for? Absolutely. I can agree with that. Let's talk a little bit more about even the living with attention part, because you are a first generation college graduate, right? I am. So how have you been able to stay accountable um, just within yourself internally? Because for a lot of first generation college students and graduates, life is no crystal stair. So what is it that you do to keep on keeping on that, that internal motivation, what is that for you? The internal motivation is because being a first-generation college student, you don't know what you're expecting. You're going into this place, this, this institution, you're meeting new people, but you don't really know what to expect. And I just feel like learning, growing through that process of going to college, meeting other people, learning how to study properly, failing classes, passing classes, 
just knowing that you're gonna get a degree and you're gonna make your family proud something that someone else either didn't have the opportunity to do or they didn't take advantage of the opportunity. And I just think that being a first-generation college graduate is very important. It's very important because it shows you that no matter what, no matter where you come from, as long as you work hard for it, you'll be all right. Mm, I love that. That's powerful. So would you say at this point in your life that you are living your best life? And if so, what does that actually mean to you? I would say I'm living my best life right now for this season because Mm. something else is going to come up, you know. But for right now, I find ways to overcome, you know, whatever circumstances I'm in, whether it be a hard job, I'm working nine to five, but small changes make a difference. So in order Mm. to live the best life, you have to get a good mindset. Your mindset is powerful. And once you make a shift from wanting to be the best to actually being the best everything will fall in place so what has that process been like for you in particular so thinking about the time that you've been out of college and just the evolving how have you been able to get to this point by assessing you know the situation that I was Mm. in like dropping out of school I just thought you know what I'm not gonna go back right now I don't want to go back but then I'm going to tell you what happened. It was really, really awkward how this happened. My sister, uh, who's three years younger than me, she was entering college the year that I decided to go back. Wow. This is a true story. So with me going back, starting my sophomore year and putting her in her freshman year, if I hadn't done what I, I did, we would have graduated at the same time. Mm. on the same day in 2012. So I ended up taking a a course overload because my sister was graduating and I didn't want my parents to have to choose. Mm. So if you go look back, my sister graduated from Virginia Union, me at Shaw, 2012, we graduated on the same day. Luckily for me, I got my stuff together and I graduated a year before her. But they would have had to choose. And I don't know how I was able to foresee that, but I did. Wow. And it was just, it was really, really weird, but I did it, you know? You did. And congrats to you for that. Amazing how sometimes life takes a detour, you know, and even in the process of becoming our best self or living our best life, we really have to kind of maneuver and say, okay, this is good or nah. It's not going to work because, <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine being a first-generation college student like, wait, my parents about to miss this? Oh, no, 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 sir, no, sir. But again, it was just the learning because I imagine that helped you to grow in terms of being able to look ahead for other things in your future. So to keep your eye out on being consistent and being motivated to keep going. Yes. I like that. So tell me a little bit about being authentic and being your authentic self. What does that look like for you? How have you been able to navigate this process of stepping into your own identity and really saying, I'm Kimberly Bell, this is what you get? That's it. You have to learn who you are. You have to be willing to finally say 
no to things that you don't agree with. Stop saying yes to everybody. Mm. It's cool to hang out with people that you have things in common with, but you also gotta find, you know, what you like too. So me, I'm, I'm an artist. I'm an all-around creative. I can paint you a picture. I can design a logo. I can I can do photography, write, rap, mm. all this stuff. And I just love being me. So I was a, a very quiet child growing up. I was so quiet that people probably thought I couldn't talk. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> and I just, you know, just being around different people and, and being able to open up and to learn, you know, who I was and, and to speak up for yourself. That's another thing. Too often we become complacent with just going with the flow. And if it doesn't hurt us, it's okay. Mm. But that doesn't, it's right. You know, so learning to speak up for yourself and, and and calling people out on their stuff when when you know things aren't right, even though it doesn't affect you in the average way right then and there, it's still good to, you know, let people, let them know, put them up on game. Like, you can't do this to me. You can't say this to me. So being your authentic self, just learn who you are, what you're willing to accept. I don't care what you accepted last week. You can change your mind. Mm. You can change your mind. I like that. I like that a lot. It also sounds like something that's the first time that I've heard in in this way that being your authentic self is protecting your space. That's kind of what I'm getting from from what you said, because I mean, I like the idea of telling people how to treat you or not even telling them, but showing them how to treat you and letting them know what you will and won't accept. Because sometimes we don't think about how others influence how we might be and how their their role in our lives can definitely shape us to be one way or another. And that's kind of like your mom constantly telling you to be a doctor, be a doctor, be a doctor, when you just really want to be a nurse. <laughs> you know, it's not that it's a bad thing that you don't want to be a doctor, but you're saying this is my limit and this is what I want for myself. And I want you to respect that, even if you don't understand it, though. So, very dope. Very dope. Considering all things... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think too often we don't want to hurt people's feelings, that's all. Mm, why do you say that? Because when, when people are suggesting things to you, and even if, even if it sounds good or you think it's a good idea, like your example, mom wants you to be a doctor, I want to be a nurse. We don't want to let people down because mm. we have expectations for us. The best expectations are the ones that we set for ourselves. Absolutely. I love that. So considering all things that have happened in your life from the college dropout to going back to becoming an insurance agent to starting your business, just, I mean, anything, relationships, love, whatever it may be, is there a time in your life where you've experienced adversity and how did you overcome that adversity? Okay, so adversity, getting out of college, trying to find a job, probably like the most challenging because Everybody think I just graduated, I got this degree, somebody's gonna give me a job, right? You're gonna get the the job, your dream job. But I ended up having to take, you know, little odd jobs here and there before I really found what I was good at. Mm. Just having to deal with feeling like you're less than, even though you have accomplished so much. When you keep getting turned down for job after job after job, and then you realize that everybody who started a company, whoever you work for, that person is an entrepreneur. That person had a dream and they made it their reality and now they're hiring you. Mm. I figured, well, let me do this. Let me do a part-time. 
So, I mean, I have a great job now. I love what I do. I work with small business owners. But once you realize that the power that you have, you can overcome any adverse situation. Once you realize that you don't have to settle, you don't have to take the first thing that comes to you. So I just think that the job search was really, really, really tough, especially coming out when we did, when I did in 2011. It was just like, what do I do now? But I've, I've found a way, I've made a way to take my skills that I have to accomplish so much. So, Gosh, congrats to you. That's dope. Like, I, I appreciate your truth in that, too, because when we graduate from school, it's not always, you know, the ideal, ooh, now life is great because I have this degree. Like, you really got to make that degree work for you. But sometimes it just takes time. And I like that you highlight that to give that realistic understanding of what happens after you graduate. So kudos. Tell us what's next for you. Because you like saying, you know, we have gifted brown girls going on. Now there's something that you're definitely trying to grow. Um, what else is in the work? So I have some projects coming up with my photography. Um, I'm doing some shoots down here in Virginia. I have a fashion week coming up. So I was invited to do that. So I'm trying to grow my photography. Like that's my first love hmm. is photography. Nice. Uh, in addition to that, my clothing line, I'm trying to continue to grow that. I have a lot of support. You know, people have purchased and it makes me feel really good that my ideas that I have, people can relate to and they feel that they can, you know, purchase. So working on my clothing line, my website, and um, just growing my Instagram, just connecting more people. That's what my IG is for, to inspire, to empower, and to connect other people um, like me and so we can share and bounce ideas off from each other. I love that. You're definitely a creative entrepreneur because like you said, everything you were talking about just now is like, yeah, that all requires creativity. So I see you, sister. I see you. So as we're getting to a point of wrapping up, I just want to know if there is anything that you'd leave listeners with today, that one message, something for them to chew on, maybe even for the rest of their life, what would that thing be? To know that you can always do more. You can show the world, if you're going through a struggle, show the world what you're made of by not giving up and realizing the power that you have to change your life for the better as long as you don't settle. As long as you don't settle, you can always do more and fight for what you believe in and just be yourself. That's the, just be yourself. Gosh, that's the, I'm really feeling that. I needed that. So I'm like, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that reminder. That is, um, I appreciate being encouraged and being inspired and empowered. So the fact that we both have the same ideas about just lifting people up, like it, it's never too much inspiration. So I'm definitely digging that. So to make sure that, Everybody who's out there listening to you knows how to find you. Where where can we find you on social media, online? Um, how do you want us to contact you? Online, Instagram, just Gifted Brown Girls. Facebook, Gifted Brown Girls. It's the same um, for both of those platforms. I'll be sharing more on there in the coming weeks. So that's pretty much where to find me online. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so very much, Kimberly, for your time today. Wishing you well in all of your endeavors ahead. Continue to strive in all things and the absolute best of luck to you. Thank you so much, Eve. Thank you again. You are so very welcome. Again, I want to thank you for tuning in. Before you go, just a few things to note. Uh, first and foremost, let's get connected on Instagram and or LinkedIn. You can find me at eve. H-U-D-S-O-N-P-H-D 
on both social networks. Don't forget to head over to check out my site at www.evehudsonphd.com. And if you should decide to purchase a book or apparel just for listening to this podcast, you get 10% off of your order. Just use the code podcast when you check out. Last, but certainly not the least, in all that you do, remember to be resilient, authentic, and intentional. I'm out.